Hey friends, welcome to Vinyl on Chrome. I'm your host, Dylan Stone. Time once again to let's slip the dogs of radio as we get prepared to do another show. <laughs> Vinyl on Chrome is brought to you by Alan Marshall and Associates. You can find them online at wecanhelp.ca or give them a call at 1-888-371-8900. All right, so this song was written by the Brill Building songwriters, Doc Pomus and Mort Schumann. They also wrote a 1959 hit, Teenager in Love, which also deals with a man who's baffled by a woman. <laughs> there's, not that there's any shortage of those, is there? This was released as a single with another Doc Palmas Mortuman composition, Marie's The Name of His Latest Flame, which actually made number four on the charts back in September of 1961, two weeks before Little Sister peaked at number five. Although Marie was the bigger chart hit, Little Sister had a lot more staying power and became one of Elvis's classics. So here it is for you right now. Here's Elvis Presley and Little Sister, final on Chrome. Little sister, don't you? Little sister, don't you? Little sister, don't you kiss me once or twice and say it's very nice and then you run. Little sister, don't you do what your big sister done Well, I dated your big sister And I took her to a show I went for some candy Along came Jim Dandy And they snuck right out the door Little sister, don't you Little sister, don't you Little sister, don't you kiss me once or twice And say it's very nice and then you run Little sister, don't you do what your big sister done Every time I see a sister Well, she's got somebody new She's mean and she's evil like that little old evil Guess I'll try my luck with you Little sister, don't you? Little sister, don't you? Little sister, don't you kiss me once or twice and say it's very nice and then you run? Little sister, don't you do what your big sister done? Well, I used to pull your pigtails and pinch your turned up nose, but you. Showing from your head down to your toes Little sister, don't you Little sister, don't you Little sister, don't you Kiss me once or twice And say it's very nice And then you run Little sister, don't you do What your big sister done Little sister, don't you do what your big sister does. Your cell phone is ringing and you don't recognize the caller. And with your debt, fear starts to creep in. But you don't have to live like this. Visit wecanhelp.ca. Alan Marshall and Associates are government-regulated, licensed insolvency trustees who can help provide solutions to your debt problems. Depending on the circumstances, they can relieve up to 25, 50, 75% or more of your debt. Alan Marshall and Associates. Visit wecanhelp.ca to find an office near you. 
Okay, right now we're going to play you Fast Train, the debut single by Canadian rock band April Wine, going back to 1971 on their self-titled album. It was a top 40 hit in Canada, peaking at number 38. It also peaked at number 23 on the Canadian Chum Charts at the time in June of 71. The success of this single established Miles Goodwin as the band's main songwriter and made it possible for April Wine to record a second album. And needless to say, the rest is history. Here's April Wine and Fast Train. Vinyl on Chrome. Don't forget, you can listen to all our shows, including Vinyl on Chrome, on all your favorite podcast apps, such as Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. And you know, you can even ask Alexa to play Vinyl on Chrome podcast 
And of course, you can do the same on your smartphone. Just ask Siri. Now, this next song embodies the sense of renewal in John Lennon and Yoko Ono's professional and personal lives during the writing and recording of the album Double Fantasy. This was released in the United States in October of 1980, which was the same day Mark David Chapman bought the gun that he would use to kill Lennon on December 8th. Starting Over, which came out in the UK on October 24th, was Lennon's first release since 1975. The Double Fantasy album was issued on November 17th. Lennon wrote this while vacationing in Bermuda earlier that year. Right now, here's John Lennon, just like starting over. Vinyl on chrome. Our life together is so precious together. We have grown, we have grown Although our love is still special Let's take a chance and fly away Somewhere alone the time, no one's to blame, my no time flies so quickly, but when I see you darling, it's like we both are falling in love again, it'll be just like starting
Now, this next song was written by Olivia Newton-John's longtime producer, John Farrer. Magic appears on the soundtrack to the movie Xanadu, which she starred in along with Gene Kelly. The song deals with destiny and faith, and its easygoing melody and clear vocals proved much more accessible than the movie. Yeah, the movie didn't do very well. I mean, it was cute, but it wasn't, you know, anyway, it was okay. While the film floundered, this song was a huge hit, staying at number one on the Hot 100 for four weeks and on the AC chart for five weeks during the summer of 1980. The follow-up single, the title from the film, went to number eight. The next year, Olivia Newton-John had her biggest hit with Physical. Right now, here's the late Olivia Newton-John. This is called Magic, Vinyl on Chrome.
Hey guys, just a reminder that you can join us on our Facebook page. It's real simple. Just go to facebook.com slash vinyl on chrome podcast. Easy as that. We'll see you there. You're listening to Vinyl on Chrome, and I'm Dylan Stone. Here's a few wacky facts for you to start off and just to give you a bit of a smile. You ready for this? Do you know that one of the side effects that are listed on the side of the aspirin package is a headache? Check it out. During the Victorian era, leeches were used to predict the weather. Mm -hmm. Sailors considered black cats to be good luck. Cold water is just as cleansing as hot water. Melting glaciers make fizz noises similar to the sound of fizzing soda. I never knew that until I read this. And lastly, there's more than 200 flavors of Kit Kat available in Japan. I wonder if it's like sushi or something. I don't know. Anyway, there it is. God damn it, baby. No, I ain't lying to you. I'm only going to tell you one time. Now, Ali Willis, who wrote Earth, Wind, and Fire's hits September and Boogie Wonderland, wrote the lyrics for this next song. And Willis summed up the song by saying, that's basically, if your life isn't working, get up off your ass and change it, because it's really up to you. The song was featured in the Eddie Murphy movie Beverly Hills Cop, but wasn't written for the movie. This song was released at the height of the Cold War, when there was a great deal of tension between the United States and Russia, as both had nuclear missiles aimed at each other. When will they ever learn? Anyway, another story for another time. Right now, here is the Pointer Sisters. This is called Neutron Dance, right here, vinyl on chrome. Don't wanna take it anymore I'll just stay here locked behind the door Just no time to stop and get away Cause I work so hard to make it every day
Man, that was good. You know what? I'm going to play you another Pointer Sisters song. I enjoyed that. In fact, you know what? June Pointer sang lead on this song about a woman who wants to meet up with a guy she's completely taken with. Unfortunately, she can't even get to approach him because of his shyness. He's So Shy is from their seventh album, Special Things, from 1980. Written and originally as She's So Shy, it was intended for Leo Sayer in December of 1979, but he passed on it. Right now, here are the Pointer Sisters. This is called He's So Shy. Vinyl on Chrome. When I first saw him standing there I longed to speak but did not dare Something inside whispered to me You'd better move in carefully And then he smiled and turned away That told me day is always in the back of your mind. The day your minimum payment is due on your credit cards and with your growing debt, fear starts to creep in. But you don't have to live like this. Visit wecanhelp.ca. 
Allen Marshall and Associates are government-regulated, licensed insolvency trustees who can help provide solutions to your debt problems. Depending on the circumstances, they can relieve up to 25, 50, 75% or more of your debt. Allen Marshall and Associates. Visit wecanhelp.ca to find an office near you. Now, this explosive rocker was originally released in 1975 in ACDC's home country of Australia on their second album, which was also called TNT. Their first two Australian releases were combined to form the album High Voltage, which was released worldwide. The album fared well in Europe, but met stiff resistance in America. In fact, Rolling Stone called it an all-time low for hard rock in a very scathing review. This was one of ACDC's first single with Bon Scott on lead vocals. Originally a roadie, he took over lead vocals when their singer, Dave Evans, decided not to show up for a gig. ACDC found a good way to capture the energy of their live shows for High Voltage. They went in the studio and recorded right after their gigs, so they were still pumped. The result was very raw, but energetic. Smoothed out with production by Harry Vanda and George Young, brother of Angus and Malcolm, who were members of the group, the Easy Beats, and best known for their hit, Friday On My Mind. Right now, here is ACDC. This is called TNT. Vinyl on chrome.
Now, songs like this one are the reason why Johnny Mathis became known as a ballad singer and the era's reigning king of makeout music. Mathis shows all the symptoms of being in love in the swooning romantic tune written by Robert Allen and Al Stillman. This was Johnny Mathis' first number one hit single and was included on his compilation, Johnny's Greatest Hits. Mathis was just two years into his recording career at the time, but Columbia was getting pressure for a new release, so his producer, Mitch Miller, came up with the idea for a hits package. Yeah, that was Mitch Miller's idea, Mathis said in a 2018 interview. That was the first time I had the chance to go out of the country and go to Great Britain. They wanted me to go in the studio and make some more recordings. I had some success with It's Not For Me To Say, and it wasn't able to record anything new, so he threw the first four recordings that I did, both sides of them, and called it Johnny's Greatest Hits. That was a little flamboyant because it wasn't a greatest hit yet, but it was a great beginning for a lot of people. Even Mozart has a greatest hits now. Good idea, though, for Mitch Miller. <laughs> That's what you call packaging. Here's Johnny Mathis. This is called Chances Are. Vinyl on Chrome. Chances are Cause I wear a silly grin The moment you come into view Chances are you think that I'm in love with you Just because my composure sort of slips The moment that your lips meet mine Chances are you think my heart your Listening to Vinyl on Chrome, I'm Dylan Stone. Thanks for being here. 
Hey, did you know in 1869, Chicago inventor Ivis McGaffrey, he patented the vacuum cleaner. Sales actually picked up once he renamed it because he originally called it the house sucker. Yeah, really. Also, in 1846, the first officially recognized baseball game was played. The New York Nines defeated the Knickerbockers 23-1 to at Hoboken, New Jersey. Boy, oh boy, first game 23-1. to Talk about a shellacking. Ah, yes! Now, the musical ingenuity overshadows the lyric to this song, which finds lead singer Brad Delp hitting the road. Details are few, but we know that he's chasing a dream and a bit conflicted about the person he's leaving behind. Four Play Long Time make up one track on the album. It's based around an Hammond B3 organ riff that is an instrumental intro to Long Time. Now, the full track runs 7 minutes and 47 seconds, and many radio stations actually played this version. For stations that have listeners with shorter attention spans, Long Time was issued as a single on its own, running 303. Four Play is the first song Tom Schultz recorded for what was to become the album Boston. He wrote it in 1969 when he was studying at MIT and recorded it in 1971 with drummer Jim Masita in Masita's basement studio. When Boston finally got a record deal in 1976, Masita was replaced by Sib Hashian. Long Time was Boston's second single following More Than a Feeling. It did not take long time for the band to get noticed. Their smooth space-age rock caught on right away, and just months after they were formed, they were playing arenas. By the time Long Play peaked at number 22 in March of 1977, their debut album had already been certified platinum. Unbelievable. Here's Boston. This is called Four Play Long Time. Vinyl on Chrome.
It keeps you up at night. And even when you do sleep, it's the first thing that pops into your head when you wake up. That lingering and growing debt. But you don't have to live like this. Visit WeCanHelp.ca. Alan Marshall and Associates are government-regulated, licensed insolvency trustees who can help provide solutions to your debt problems. Depending on the circumstances, they can relieve up to 25, 50, 75% or more of your debt. Alan Marshall and Associates. Visit WeCanHelp.ca to find an office near you. So sometimes if we're feeling particularly confident or have nothing to lose, we feel we can take anything that life throws at us. That's the sentiment in Hit Me With Your Best Shot, written by Eddie Schwartz, a struggling guitarist living in Toronto. Here's how the song came together and how Pat Benatar ended up recording it. After he got the idea for the song, Eddie Schwartz was approached by a publishing company called ATV, who were interested in signing him. ATV was involved with the Beatles catalog and was a very exciting opportunity, but they wanted to hear a demo of Eddie's songs. Eddie didn't have any songs finished and was working as a guitarist for a Canadian singer named Charity Brown. Eddie sent a demo of four songs to ATV with Hit Me With Your Best Shot as the last song. ATV signed him, flew him to Los Angeles so they could record some of the songs and pitch them to various artists. One of the songs on the tape Eddie was most excited about was Hit Me, but ATV hated it. When he got back to Toronto, ATV had hired a new guy in New York named Marv Goodman. He was working at Chrysalis, but he was going to have to leave and go to ATV. But while he was still at Chrysalis for the last couple weeks, he was listening to material he'd been working with ATV, so they sent him Hit Me. Sure enough, he liked it and kept playing it over and over. The story was that Pat Benatar took a meeting in the office next door, heard it through the wall, got excited about it, and that's how she ended up with Hit Me With Your Best Shot. How's that? You never know how it's going to work. Here's Pat Benatar. Hit Me With Your Best Shot. Vinyl on Chrome.
Now, Bob Seger is a Hall of Fame singer and songwriter with tremendous appeal, but it took some help from Hollywood to earn him an exclusive number one hit. This song was written for the movie Beverly Hills Cop 2, starring Eddie Murphy as Axel Foley. The first Beverly Hills Cop had a number one soundtrack that boosted the popular fortunes of the Pointer Sisters, as we said earlier. For the sequel, it was Seeger's turn. Harold Faltmeyer, who wrote the score for the film, wrote the music for Shakedown, along with Keith Forzey. And Bob Seeger wrote the lyrics. Great song. Here's Bob Seeger, Shakedown, vinyl on chrome. No matter what. Into the crowded line Break down, take down You busted Shake down, break down Honey, just about the time You think that it's all right Break down, take down You busted Shake down, break down, take down Everybody wants into the crowded line
You're listening to Vinyl on Chrome, and I'm Dylan Stone. Now, here's something for you to think about. We all have two lives. The second one starts when we realize that we only have one. Think about that. We ain't seen you around Burger World lately, so where you been, huh? All right, so Al Stewart talked about this song in an interview. He said, I was beginning to lose my mind because I had this piece of music forever, and I couldn't think of any words. I had a girlfriend at the time, and she had a book on Vietnamese astrology, which was kind of obscure, and it was open at a chapter called The Year of the Cat. Now that's, I think, the year of the rabbit in Chinese astrology. I'm not too sure. I don't know a whole lot about a whole lot of things, but I recognize a song title when I see one, and that was a song title. But then there was another problem. What do you do? Year of the Cat, I thought. You can't write about cats, it's ridiculous. And I was absolutely lost. And then the Casablanca movie came on television and I thought, I'll grab Humphrey Bogart and Peter Lorre and see where it goes. Somehow or another, in between all of that and the Vietnamese astrology, we came up with this. <laughs> I kind of like it. Here's Al Stewart. This is called Year of the Cat. Vinyl on Chrome.
be hard enough to stay ahead of the bills when things are going well, but unexpected events and costs can quickly change your situation. The bills just pile up, and it's hard to see clearly. Allen Marshall and Associates are regulated by the federal government and can work with you and your creditors to make things manageable. There is no cost for a consultation, and you may feel much better simply knowing your options. Every situation is different. 
Contact us today at wecanhelp.ca. Now, this number one adult contemporary hit for five weeks, J.D. Souther said that Roy Orbison, who had a hit with Only the Lonely, was a big influence on this song. Said Souther, I was a little kid when I first heard Roy Orbison, but he was magic. He's the guy you turned on and turned out the lights and listened to his records by yourself or with a girl because he was just completely otherworldly. He had sarcastic and adventurous songs and great arrangements and that beautiful, almost operatic voice. Beautiful, natural, deep echo on it. He's the one with half a dozen or so rockabilly musicians that I really loved. When I was in junior high school was the first time I really started listening to that. Here's J.D. Souther. This is called You're Only Lonely, vinyl on chrome.
And don't forget, you can listen to all our shows, including Vinyl on Chrome, on all your favorite podcast apps, such as Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. And you know, you can even ask Alexa to play Vinyl on Chrome podcast. And of course, you can do the same on your smartphone. Just ask Siri. Now, Stevie Wonder wrote this song as a tribute to music, specifically, though, to Duke Ellington, who had passed away in 1974. Ellington was a jazz band leader and composer who was a big influence on Wonder. I knew the title from the beginning, but I wanted it to be about the musicians who did something for us, said Wonder in an interview. So soon they're always forgotten, and I wanted to show my appreciation. They gave us something that is supposed to be forever. That's the basic idea of what we do and how we hook it up. In addition, Ellington and musicians referenced in this song are Satchmo, Louis Armstrong, Ella Fitzgerald, and Count Basie. Great, great song. Here's Stevie Wonder. This is called Sir Duke. Vinyl on Chrome.
I just want to take this opportunity to let you know you can visit us on our website, www.superlativestudios.net, and we have lots of interesting content there for you to enjoy. You can listen to all our past shows there as well as some other things. We have a shop tab if you want to take a look around, maybe get a hat or a mug, maybe even a t-shirt. As well as that, you can also join us on our Facebook page. It's real simple. Facebook.com slash Vinyl on Chrome podcast. Come on over there. Follow us. Have some fun. We'll be looking for you over there. You're listening to Vinyl on Chrome, and I'm Dylan Stone. Glad to have you along for the ride. Now, here's something for you to think about. How much money would you need to have to consider yourself, quote, quote, rich? Well, apparently being a millionaire doesn't cut it anymore. I've said that for years. Charles Schwab, in his 2023 Modern Wealth Survey, polled 1,000 Americans from age 21 to 75 about how they think about saving, spending, investing in wealth. And it found that Americans now consider themselves wealthy if they have an average of 2.2 million in assets. Interestingly, many people, particularly those of younger generations, said that money alone doesn't equal wealth. Experiences, relationships, and career carry just as much currency to them. And nearly half of those polled said they already feel wealthy despite having an average worth of about $560,000. Now, this story really resonated with me because when I was young, I was poor. Now, after many years of hard work, I'm proud to say I'm no longer young. Now, Torn Between Two Lovers is a song written by Peter Yarrow of Peter, Paul, and Mary and Philip Jarrow that speaks of a love triangle that laments loving both of you is breaking all the rules. Mary McGregor recorded it at Muscle Shoals in 1976, and it became the title track of her first album. Now, Torn Between Two Lovers reached number one on the U.S. charts in February of 77, but it also hit number one on the Canadian charts. It was a great song, actually. Here's Mary McGregor. Torn Between Two Lovers, Vinyl on Chrome. There are times when a woman has to say what's on her mind Even though she knows how much it's gonna hurt You 
were the first real love I ever had And all the things I ever said I swear they still are true For no one else can have a part of me Your cell phone is ringing and you don't recognize the caller. And with your debt, fear starts to creep in. But you don't have to live like this. Visit wecanhelp.ca. Alan Marshall and Associates are government-regulated, licensed insolvency trustees who can help provide solutions to your debt problems. Depending on the circumstances, they can relieve up to 25, 50, 75% or more of your debt. Alan Marshall and Associates. Visit wecanhelp.ca to find an office near you. Now, Air Supply had 11 top 40 U.S. hits, five of which had the word love in the title. This song deals with the unrequited love of a singer who feels lost without the object of his affection. Air Supply formed in 1975 when Graham Russell and Russell Hitchcock met as cast members of the stage musical Jesus Christ Superstar. In 1978, they toured their home country of Australia with Rod Stewart. Then they were invited to tour North America with Stewart, enabling them to break into the American market. The following year, Clive Davis signed them to Arista Records and they released Lost in Love internationally. Now, All Out of Love was their next chart single on Arista. This was Air Supply's only chart entry in the UK. Of course, they fared much better in the US. Here's Air Supply, All Out of Love, vinyl on chrome. Too, but what else can we do? 
too late to say that I was so wrong. I want you to come back and carry me home away from these long, lonely nights. I'm reaching for you. Are you feeling it too? Does the feeling seem oh so right? And what would you say if I called on you now and said? Now, this song is a tribute to James Honeyman Scott, the Pretenders guitarist who died of a drug overdose back in 1982 at the age of 26. Scott's death was followed by bass player Pete Farrenden 10 months later. Farrenden had been kicked out of the band because of his drug problem and he died of an overdose. The picture of you Chrissy Hines sings about is a picture she found in her wallet of Ray Davies, leader of the band The Kinks. Hines and Davies were a couple and had a daughter together. This song starts off about him, but the meaning changed when Honeyman Scott died. In fact, this is a very emotional song for Chrissy Hine, and sometimes she'd tear up when performing it. Here's the Pretenders. This is called Back on the Chain Gang. Vinyl on Chrome. Of you, oh, 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 
Don't forget, you can listen to all our shows, including Vinyl on Chrome, on all your favorite podcast apps, such as Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. And you know, you can even ask Alexa to play Vinyl on Chrome podcast. And of course, you can do the same on your smartphone. Just ask Siri. Now, Bread and Butter is the greatest success and longest lasting legacy of the new beats. Contrary to popular opinion, they were not one-hit wonders. They also had three other top 40 charting singles, on the Billboard charts, Everything's Alright in 1964, Breakaway from 1965, and Run Baby Run from 1965 as well. The New Beats were a pop trio from the southern U.S., namely Larry Henley and brothers Dean and Mark Mathis. Larry Henley is much better known for a song he co-wrote that Bed Midler made famous, The Wind Beneath My Wings. 
Now, the phrase bread and butter comes from an old folk superstition. It's variously used as a kind of knock-on-wood charm to ward off bad luck between two people. I didn't know that, but it's still a great song. Here's the new beats. This is called Bread and Butter. Vinyl on chrome. Listening to Vinyl on Chrome, and I'm Dylan Stone. Hey, you know, this disco instrumental was an adaptation of Beethoven's Fifth Symphony. Convenient, since classical music is in the public domain and free to use. Walter Murphy was an orchestral leader who studied both classical and jazz music piano at the Manhattan School of Music. At one time, he was arranger for Doc Severinsen and the Tonight Show Orchestra. Bet you didn't know that. Murphy played nearly every instrument on this song, but was forced to credit an imaginary ensemble. It landed at number one in the U.S. in October of 1976, ousted the following week by none other than Disco Duck. That had to hurt. This song plays early in the 1977 film Saturday Night Fever in a scene where John Travolta's character walks into a disco. The song was included on the soundtrack, which spent 24 weeks at number one in America. No doubt. Here is Walter Murphy and the Big Apple Band, a fifth of Beethoven, vinyl on chrome.
Your cell phone is ringing and you don't recognize the caller. And with your debt, fear starts to creep in. But you don't have to live like this. Visit wecanhelp.ca. Alan Marshall and Associates are government-regulated, licensed insolvency trustees who can help provide solutions to your debt problems. Depending on the circumstances, they can relieve up to 25, 50, 75% or more of your debt. Alan Marshall and Associates. Visit wecanhelp.ca to find an office near you. Now, Mick Jagger wrote this song. According to Bill Wyman, it was partially inspired by a black backup singer named Claudia Lanier, who was one of Ike Turner's Ikeettes. She and Jagger met when the Stones toured with Turner back in 1969. David Bowie also wrote his Aladdin Sane track, Lady Grinning Soul, about Lanier. American-born singer Marsha Hunt is also sometimes cited as being the inspiration for the song. She and Jagger met when she was a member of the cast of the London production of the musical Hair, and their relationship, a closely guarded secret until 1972, resulted in a daughter named Karis. Now, even though this song was recorded in December of 1969, the Stones didn't release it until April of 71 because of a legal dispute with their former manager, Alan Klein, over royalties. No surprise there. Recording technology had advanced by then, and they didn't re-record it because the original version was such a powerful take. And it was. Here's the Stones from Sticky Fingers. This is called Brown Sugar. Vinyl on Chrome.
Now, Rupert Holmes is best known for his hit Escape, or the Pina Colada song, depending what you want to call it, which is about a married guy who takes out a personal ad only to have his wife answer it. That had to be funny if that was, you know, if that really happened. But anyway, his next single was Him, which also deals with cheating. The guy in the song knows that his girl has a guy on the side and he can't stand it. It's me or it's him, he tells her. Like Escape, though, Holmes wrote this song from the perspective of a character that he created. Quite the imagination he's got. Here's Rupert Holmes. This is called Him. Vinyl on Chrome.
Well, that pretty much does it for this week. We'd like to thank Alan Marshall and Associates for sponsoring Vinyl on Chrome. You can find them online at wecanhelp.ca or give them a call at 1-888-371-8900. Vinyl on Chrome is a syndicated radio show and is distributed by superlativestudios.net. The show is produced by Mark Gosselin and co-produced by Scott Walsh. We hope you enjoyed the show this week. Send us an email at vinylonchrome, that's no E, at gmail.com and check us out on Facebook. I'm Dylan Stone. So until next Next time, remember, take care of yourselves and take care of each other, because that's the way it's supposed to be.